Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, where writing from the heart adds value to your life. Listen as authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs share the stories behind their creative process and their work. Also, listen as I give book reviews, share writing encouragement and tips, read occasional poetry, and give you inspirational nuggets from my writing journey, all inspired by the Holy Spirit. Grab a cup of whatever beverage suits your fancy, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thanks for supporting my Inspirational Journeys podcast. My purpose is to provide a platform for authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs to share their stories while also providing writing tips, encouragement, and inspiration to help you achieve your writing goals through faith and courage. By clicking the support this podcast button or following the link in my show notes, your monthly contribution of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 will help me achieve mine. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison Barnes, and today I want to talk about a couple of things that I saw on Twitter, and it has to do with some writing tips. But before we get into that, let me give you my verse of the day that the Lord has laid on my heart, and it's John 16:33. And please note that I am paraphrasing, but if you go back and look at the King James Version, you'll see the 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 real the actual verse because I'm not I don't have it right in front of me. But I did want to share that with you. And basically, it says these things I have spoken unto you. For even though we have tribulation in the world, God has conquered the world. Okay? Basically, we have trials and tribulations. If we've accepted our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into our hearts, which I have, and I'm sure many of you have. If not, then um, I encourage you to do so today if you've accepted the lord and uh, jesus as your lord and savior he's got god's got your back no matter what you have to go through and today lord give me the words to say today i have a song of the day that i posted on my blog it's on my youtube playlist my songs that resonate with me playlist and um if you follow me on twitter or Facebook, I've shared it there. It's called I Won't Let Go, and it's by Rascal Flats, And it's dedicated to those who have lost loved ones during this Christmas season, or whose family members are not with them for whatever reason. Only God knows that reason, and we need to pray for those people today. So give them courage and strength, and may the words, the lyrics of the song encourage you out there today, because God won't let go with you, and he's all, won't let go of you, and he's always with you. <clears throat> excuse me so i want to um open us up with a word of prayer before we get started heavenly father thank you so much for this day lord thank you for the blessings that we have received over the christmas holiday and thank you for sending your son to die on the cross and, and pay the price for sin and save a, save our souls lord thank you for your ultimate forgiveness of our sins forgive us where we have failed you and of our sins known and unknown father forgive us 
as we forgive those who have sinned against us or have hurt us in some way. Lord, I thank you for this day. Again, I thank you for the listeners out there who may be listening. I pray that, and those who are watching too, Father, and I pray that what I say, the the words that I have said may be of value to these people, Lord, because you know their needs. And I would, and Father, just give me the words that will be pleasing unto you and to be a blessing to them, Lord. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. Be with those who have lost loved ones. Give them comfort, Lord. Be with those whose whose family members are missing for whatever reason. Father, give them comfort and strength and be with the family members as they travel to and from their destinations. Father, be with those that are traveling back home today. Father, give them traveling grace and mercy, traveling mercies. And Lord, heal those that are sick and in need. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, so today's topic is twofold. Number one, somebody on Twitter, in my Twitter chat, asked this question um, about, okay, so he's writing a fantasy story, and he wants to put an action scene in the story, and and his action scene, he describes it as it start, the scene builds up to the action where somebody's pulling the main character away from the TV, and that can be confusing. Um, it, does the, the book um, focus on characters that are in a TV show or is, is there a dual action battle with characters on TV versus the characters, the real characters in the novel? I don't know the situation and I haven't read the story, but just be careful not to get people confused with who's the main character and get them um, confused as to who are the actual characters in the story. Um, which somebody actually said that on Twitter. But the main question was, can you use action at the beginning of your scene? Yes, you can. Um, actually, Jane Friedman prefers that you use action um, to, to engage your readers, to pull your readers into the story. I mean, there are some books that have opening hooks that are that are not action-driven, that, that don't have the action. It gives a little backstory, and yet they're bestsellers. But if you have a little action in there, um, like, <clears throat> it was better to burn, and the beginning of Fahrenheit 4, 451. That's an example that Jane Friedman used in the article that's linked in the show notes. Um, but other examples, I mean, if you, if you pull a reader in with action, it's gonna make the reader question, okay, so what caused this action? What is this leading up to? Um, what's happening in the story? And, um, especially with a mystery, you're going to want some sort of red herring or something that, that's life-changing in your hook. So that's, so adding action to start that, or like, for example, depending on the type of genre you write, um, me, I, I prefer mystery. So I'm saying adding a body or something is missing or some sort of, depending on what, whether you're writing for young adults, middle grades, whatever, um, depending on what you write as to, as to what kind of clue, as to what you want to add in the, in the opening hook that will change a person's life. Um, and I've covered some of the opening hook stuff. Um, we covered some of that in um, the story structure episode. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to that and go back and look at that blog post because I did cover um, that as part of that first act in your um, three act story structure. But yes, I would encourage you to add action in your opening hook, especially if you feel that you're, you're, that God's leading you there or that your characters are um, telling you that that's what needs to happen. Go with, your, go with those instincts because 
I'm telling you now that that will be the 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 best possible way to pull your reader in. Now, the second question, actually it wasn't a question, but it was um, an answer to a question that was, that was asked on Twitter several weeks ago. And somebody asked about using foreshadowing as in your opening hook and whether or not you need to add a second hook. Well, I posed this question to Mer Lafferty for her I Should Be Writing podcast. And she was kind of confused, but yet she didn't answer the question. So if you're using foreshadowing in your opening hook, you don't need to write a second hook. That was the question. But I would encourage you. Now, in the end, you do have to have that payoff. Okay, what well, the foreshadowing lead up to? You have to have that payoff in, somewhere else in the story. And K.M. Weiland, uh, K.M. Weiland, for her Helping Writers Become Authors podcast, she mentions that in one of her episodes. So I would encourage you to look to listen to I Should Be Writing and Helping Writers Become Authors or go to the helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com uh, website and look at the blog too because you can find other tips that may not be covered here. Sometimes um, both of these or maybe even other um, podcasts that I listen to inspire episodes like this one. So the answer to that particular question was no, you don't need a second hook if you're going to use foreshadowing um, as your opening hook in the beginning of your story. Um, but you do need to have a payoff later on. Now, here's something that she also, that Murr also mentioned in that episode of her podcast where she answered my question. But however, and uh, K.M. Wyland has also um, given another part of the answer, which I will cover here too. However, if you're going to use flashbacks or a dream scene, a dream sequence, you do need a second hook to keep the reader engaged because you have that dream scene and then you have to open with a hook that um, moves from dream to reality and keeps your reader engaged. Um, if you're doing a flashback, you're going to have to do the same thing because you got to move from the flashback to the present. Now, again, I would encourage you if you're going to read, if you, if you want to learn how to write a flashback as an opening hook and then write your, your normal hook, your second hook, I would encourage you to read The Girl in the Leather by Emily Gunness because she does an amazing job of making those flashbacks work. Um, this author does an amazing job. And I actually did a, um, in one of my episodes that had various book reviews, or maybe I haven't reviewed this one. I don't remember. But anyway, um, if I have, go back and look and see because I'd have to look and document it, look at the episodes myself so that I can, because it will document it, but go back and check um, back a few episodes ago. I may have, have um, I do re remember doing a very short review of it, but um, if not, I still would rate that, would highly rate that book because I listened to it on audio through the uh, Chirp Books audio, Chirp Audiobooks app. Um, but you can find it on Audible. You can find it on Amazon. I mean, you can find it everywhere. But yeah, go get The Girl in the Letter by Emily Gunness. It's a very good uh, thriller, and the author makes the flashbacks work, and she ties the flashback, the family in, in from the 1950s, the girl who's writing the letter, she ties the main character in, in the in the real in the present day sequence to the girl in the letter from the flashback and so that's a very good way to do a book study so that you can see how 
you can make flashbacks work, but you still need that opening hook. So that is my, um, those are my tips for the day. And I hope you guys had a great Christmas and have a very blessed new year. If you have family and if you have family and friends, uh, hanging out with you guys, enjoy the week, have some fun and be blessed. And even though it's a busy day, be sure to thank the Lord for each and every day you've been given and share this podcast with others. And also this YouTube video, cause I'm going to upload this onto YouTube. Um, but share the, the episode with others and invite them to subscribe and rate and subscribe the episode on your podcast platform, subscribe to it on YouTube and also um, hit that notification bell so that you get notified when I upload new videos. And, um, I do have one more thing I want to add. If you are a creative, well, actually two things. Um, if you're a creative and you'd like to be on the show to share your inspirational story, um, whether an author, an artist, or you're an entrepreneur who creates innovative products to meet your customers' needs, and you'd like to showcase your work on the, on the YouTube video or, and or the podcast, um, if you'd like to showcase your work, please let me know either by leaving me a message on social media. You can comment on this video, um, but you can also leave me a message on YouTube as well. Um, but do let me know. Um, and if you would not mind leaving me a message with your email address, I will certainly um, email you and send you my interview framework and my questionnaire for your book or your music or whatever you want to showcase. Or if you have like a, like um, product descriptions or things like that you'd like to showcase, I can add them to the show notes blog post. Um, you can leave me a message on Facebook or Twitter. Um, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of my blog post because I will be doing a show notes blog post for this. Um, and you can also email me. I will put my email address um, in the description as well so that you guys can connect with me that way, but I'm, I'm scheduling, I'm, um, filling out my calendar for 2020. I'm going to start doing that. And I need to know, um, how many of you would like to be on the show and I can start scheduling interviews because I only do one, maybe two interviews a week, depending on, you know, time crunch and, um, any other projects that I have going, but I do need to get those scheduled ahead of time so that I know what I have coming up. Okay. And I can also kind of, give people a heads up about uh, your guest appearance too on the podcast and the YouTube video. So um, if you're creative, please contact me. My social media links will be posted down in the, in the uh, description below and in the podcast um, show notes. And, um, and do tell your friends about, about these episodes, these videos or podcast episodes and let them know if you have authors or, you know, artists or other entrepreneurs that you think would like to be on the show, send them my, my send them my way. Give them my, inf my, um, links to my, uh, social media, um, send them, you know, be sure to forward them my email address and let them know. And also when you're doing this, if you're going to email me, put inspirational journeys in the uh, subject line so that I know that that's what you're, you're asking for and um, put inspirational journeys interview um, or guest appearance in your message on Twitter or on Facebook, or, you know, if you're going to, you know, fill out the contact form on my website or in the blog post, 
or in the show notes blog post, do um, put inspirational journeys there. Now, a second thing, I'm going to also um, open this up, the contact form at the bottom of the show notes or on, on your social media if you'd like to subscribe to my newsletter and you want to do that in the contact form or via email or on social media, put newsletter sign up along with your email address so that I can add you to my list. Okay, that's important if you would like to sign up for the newsletter. So those are the two um, things I also wanted to talk to you about today. So I will see you in 2020. Um, I thought I was going to not do another podcast episode, but when I was on the Twitter um, chat, the Writer's Life chat last night, I saw that and it and I was praying about it and the Lord laid it on my heart to talk about these things. So I hope you guys have a great uh, rest, rest of the week, a great new year, and I will be back to talk to you soon. You guys have a blessed day, and tell your friends and neighbors that you love them and reach out to those in need. Thank you so much for being a part of this episode and listening and sharing it with your friends. Go with God, and God will certainly go with you. Blessings, my friends, and love and prayers. Take care. Bye-bye. If you have feedback for the show, questions about the writing life, or suggestions for future shows, there are three ways you can contact me. You can either send me a voice message from anywhere, contact me via my website, or send me an email. The links are in my show notes. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining me on Inspirational Journeys. You guys have a blessed day.